And good evening, and welcome to Lacrosse Talk TM. My name is Mike Meyer, and I will be taking your calls and uh, let you weigh in on basically whatever you want to weigh in on. This is uh, Free For All Friday, and uh, this week, Lord knows there is enough stuff going on in the news this week. Uh, yeah, just the stuff uh, surrounding what I learned today, I was mispronouncing his uh, name, uh, Jesse Smollett. Uh, I've been saying Jesse all along. But uh, first, you know, the news was that this poor actor was violently beaten by uh, President Trump supporters. Two men who were hurling uh, racial uh, and homophobic slurs at him, put a rope around his neck uh, like a noose, and shouted, This is MAGA country! And the fact that this crime uh, would have had racial overtones had made it into a hate crime which uh, carries a stiffer uh, penalty for, you know, the accused, and rightfully so. No doubt about that. But the police acted quickly and decisively, and they had found out who the attackers were, and uh, they had saw that they had left the country. Then they dramatically had the jet turned around and brought back and arrested the uh, two suspects. And now uh, in Chicago, I looked it up, assault carries a five-year sentence. The fact that it was a hate crime would have increased the penalty up to 25 years, possibly, for these guys. Then, as the phrase goes, the plot thickens. Something did not add up to the cops, and they investigated uh, his allegations. Now, Jesse Smollett is suspect of charges of at least falsifying a police report, uh, which is a Class 4 felony, and carries only a one- to three-year sentence. Now, if all this turns out to be true and he's found uh, guilty of only that uh, initial charge, you know, I don't really think that's right. The authorities had to interrupt people's lives by turning the plane around. Time and money was spent to investigate the crime. And if charged with a hate crime, uh, the penalties would have been much, much uh, steeper for uh, those two brothers. Now, uh, personally, I think that if somebody is be charged with falsely accusing somebody else, you know, especially in a case like this where they're blatantly making up a story. I'm not talking about, you know, uh, a case of mistaken identity or something like that, but in this case it seems that, you know, this guy totally concocted the story. Uh, I think the penalties that you should face should be equal to those that the people that you accused would have been, especially when a hate crime is present. No, I don't care if uh, the guy was leaning left or right or what have you. I, I'm, that's only fair. You know, what do you think? But we're going to go ahead and take a little short break here and take care of a little bit of business. But we'll be right back here at 1410 WYZM, the plant doctor, and lacrosse talk PM in just a minute. Give us a call. Remember, down here at WISM at the uh, Better Talk and Hearing Center uh, Talk and text line, that means you can shoot us a text as well, is 785-7914, and we will be right back. Okay, and we're back here at Lacrosse Talk PM. Uh, we've got three open lines right now, and I don't think we have any texts in yet at the uh, Lacrosse uh, Better Hearing uh, Center uh, Talk and Text Line. If you want to call in, uh, weigh in on the uh, topic of the week, uh, we've got... Like I said, three open lines at 785-7914, or uh, just hit, uh, you can shoot a text to the same number. Okay, and another thing I did want to bring up this week, too, uh, in between phone calls, uh, and 
This one here has to do with our uh, Governor uh, Evers. Uh, and he's proposing the decriminalization of pot and legalization of legalization of medical marijuana. And this one here, I can back a little bit more myself than the straight-out legalization of pot, like uh, other states have done. <clears throat> uh, decriminalization is a lot different than legalizing it. Uh, it means that a predetermined amount, usually somewhere around an ounce, uh, would, while it's still against the law, it's treated much the same way as a speeding ticket or a noise violation is. You'd be written a ticket, and you'd have to go to court and wind up paying a fine for at least the first offense. Uh, and subsequent offenses uh, usually carry higher fines or maybe even a little bit of jail time. But what this does take out of the equation is the prison time uh, for even, you know, the minor amount or arrests, uh, which personally I think is ridiculous. I see no sense in that whatsoever myself. Now, uh, I know there's a lot of pros and cons on this issue. Uh, a lot of people are against legalization. Uh, would you be possibly for decriminalization? Uh, one of the big benefits of this is it will reduce some of the jail population. Uh, there's no doubt about that. <clears throat> it does not make it legal to use. You're not going to be able to, uh, you know, walk down the street smoking a doobie. Uh, when they legalized it back in New York, that's what everybody thought. And guess what? Everybody that thought that was wrong, and they wound up getting a lot of tickets uh, written out in uh, that case. But... It, like I said, it will still be against the law. It's just going to be a little bit of a more minor offense than it would be. You know, it's not a felony anymore. And as far as making it uh, legal for uh, medicinal purposes, I am in favor of that, but not for the smoking of dope. Uh, for, you know, like, uh, hey, uh, I've got cancer. Hey, Doc, can you write me a prescription for pot? And then you go down to your local uh, corner pot store and, uh, you know, buy a bag. I don't think it should be used that way. Uh, I think what they should do is go ahead and legalize it for medicinal purposes, the same way as opium is now, and uh, use the derivatives of uh, the pot plant to make, uh, you know, the pain pills and, uh, you know, uh, there's supposedly scads of uses for uh, cannabis out there. Uh, I know uh, the oil that uh, comes out of the plant has a lot of uh, uses and it, for cancer patients, uh, pain treatment, and everything else. Uh, you know, they've got this giant war on opiates or opioids, as they like to say nowadays. Uh, and fine and dandy, you want to take away opiate, you know, hey, all the better. I can't stand that stuff. I've had many surgeries myself, and I can't stand having uh, to deal with the, you know, every time I take the stuff, it, uh, not to sound gross on the radio, but it plugs me up like a cork, and I can't uh, use the facilities for days after taking that. Uh, it has a lot of drawbacks to it, but where the THC would not. Uh, it's going to have some drawbacks, the same as any other pain meds. You know, sleepy, uh, shouldn't be driving while, 
under the influence and stuff like that. But the really bad side effects are not there. And that's why I am all for uh, using it for medical purposes, but not the actual smoking for it. Okay, it looks like we've got somebody. Uh, Eric. Okay, we got Eric on uh, the phone lines, and that also gives us uh, two more open ones at 785-7914 for the uh, Better yeah. Hearing Center. And better Hearing Center, uh, good evening. Eric, how are you? Hey, well, I'll tell you about this marijuana stuff. Go ahead. Having that, excuse me? Go ahead. I have a nephew who is, uh, has uh, seizures from an acne head maybe 10 years ago. If cannabinoid will help him. I know what, I know marijuana is in high school. I've been there many times, but I tell you this. If that was stuff to help him with his seizures, he was, he was going to school to be a pharmacist with a bright future. Now he's nothing because all the seizures he has and uh, I think that would be a beneficial thing as far as uh, recreational that is an exact mess on this country that people we have enough problems about that people drive driving around with that stuff in them thanks bye okay well thank you very much for weighing in on that Eric and, uh, yeah, I, like, I heard that it, uh, works for people with seizures, uh, and I guess there's all sorts of, uh, really good uses for it out there. And, like I said, I am all for that. Uh, I just don't think people should be out there smoking it. Uh, it makes it too easy to, and too tempting for it to be abused in different ways at that point. And, uh, uh, granted, you know, anybody can take and steal some pills out of somebody else's, uh, you know, medicine cabinet. Uh, you know, the same way as you're going to steal the dope. But uh, if people know that they've somebody's got a uh, card or whatever, however they do it for the uh, medical pot, you know, they're going to get targeted, at least in my mind. And uh, plus, you know, there's no reason at all, you know, if you go ahead and... Uh, you know, turn it into a pill, you know, take a pill with a glass of water, and you're good to go. Otherwise, you're sitting there smoking a doobie for, you know, 10, 15 minutes, and plus, it does have a definite scent to it. There's no doubt about it, and a lot of people might find that uh, undesirable. Uh, and that's the one thing, too, uh, that comes up with going back to the other question, uh, especially with people living in, like, uh, apartment buildings or something like that, if you go ahead and decriminalize it and make it more uh, easier for people to use it, uh, maybe the smell of it will uh, get your neighbors, uh, you know, smoking away downstairs. Hey, we're only going to get a ticket for this. So they're down there, you know, puffing away and everything else, and the smell's coming right up through your uh, into your room, and you don't happen to like the smell of it. Uh, I know a lot of people that uh, a lot of places that have gone smoke-free apartment uh, buildings and stuff like that, that, you know, concerning tobacco smoke. And tobacco isn't even a drug, so, uh, well, yeah, I guess it is, but not in the sense that we're talking about here. So, uh, you know, there's that to uh, think about. Well, if you want to weigh in on this, uh, please go ahead and give us a call at uh, Better Hearing Center, uh 
uh, line at 785-7914, or go ahead and shoot us a text, too. Now, uh, doesn't have to be about, uh, you know, the smoking dope or uh, legalizing it. Or, you know, what I was talking about before with the, uh, uh, what I opened up, the uh, Jesse Smollett story. Uh, that's just out out there. I can't see why that's still going on right now. <sighs> there, you know, granted, Trump is president. Did I vote for him? Yep, I surely did. But I know a lot of people did not. And for, you know, they consider it to be very, very good reasons why they did not. And uh, I've got my reasons why I did vote for him. But he is the president. He's going to be the president for at least another couple of years. So let's, you know, just deal with it and stop all this garbage out there. Uh, I'm making up stories like this and, you know, people of high... uh, Visibility, you know, these celebrities and such. It's uncalled for. I mean, you know, making up stories like this is bad to begin with. Uh, and all you're really doing is creating more division in a country that's really, really far divided already. We should be trying to get things to come together, not, you know, separate them, uh, you know, more apart. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we have to take another break before the bottom of the hour there, or? I can't see. Uh, I don't think so. No. Oh, okay. About five minutes. Oh, about five minutes. Oh, okay, very good. So uh, go ahead and give us a call. The number down here at Wisdom is 785-7914. You can shoot us a text at uh, Better Hearing uh, Center's uh, talk and text line at 785-7914. And you can weigh in on uh, this wonderful weather that we've been having. Uh, I was hearing when I was driving in, they're saying that we're only four inches away from breaking some records, I guess. Yeah, 1959, um, February, 31 inches. 31 inches, and we're only four inches from that, and that's, I guess, going to cave sometime this weekend. (coughs) Yeah, maybe even tonight. Yeah. When they say one to two inches, you never know. (laughs) It was funny. Uh, Mike Hayes was getting on me. it was before we had the first one of the bigger storms, and I was, I said something on about the air, and uh, my case came back against me on lacrosse talk or something like that about, uh, hey, Mike, you should know when they say, uh, you know, three to four inches, we always get two in lacrosse. And that's when I think we picked up, uh, was it, like 10 inches, 10, 12 inches in lacrosse or something like that. And we've had some pretty good ones here now, so uh, we will get what we get. And, you know, it's funny watching the uh, guys on the weather because they're not even sure what's going to happen either. They're not sure what direction the storm's going to take. I guess the models keep changing or whatever that they're looking at, and they're not coming into agreement. And some of them are showing where we're going to get more snow. Some of them are showing we're going to get more rain. Uh, then switch back over to snow. Well, they all agree that we're going to switch back over to snow at the end. Personally, I think I'd rather just have it start as snow and end as snow and not have that rainy crap in the middle of it. What will be interesting is come Monday and they're on. Yeah, I mean, you can't drive down the roads, the, down the side streets hardly at all in the cross. Mm-hmm. And even some of the main drags, like going up Main, you know, anyone that's parked, it's parked about 6 inches, 12 inches into the road now because of the yeah. snow, you can't get rid of the snow. 
So you end up driving like four miles an hour because the oncoming traffic is in your lane, and you're like, all right, well, who has the right-of-way here? When he hits me because he's in my lane and I'm trying to, you know, not mm-hmm. hit the car to my right that's parked, it's it's getting pretty hairy out Yeah, it is. Driving. And driving around corners and stuff like that when, you know, you've got the snow piled up so high. And, uh, you know, especially if they've got uh, sidewalks uh, coming down both sides of the street, you, know, you can't see around the sidewalk, you know, the boulevards anymore. The snow's up so thick and high. Uh, I'm in a, I've got a suburban, and I can barely see the cars coming down uh, the road uh, towards my house when I'm uh, pulling out. And it was, what, what was it, about eight, nine years ago, I guess, we had that uh, winter where we're getting, like, a storm every, like, five days or something like that, and it never melted and just kept building up and building up and building up. I want to say, like, 2010 or 11, the year I bought my house out here, is that when it was? I remember going to look at my house, and it it snowed 30 inches that day or something like that. Like, that was 30. Like, we walked up the driveway because we couldn't drive up it, and um, I just remember there being footprints in the driveway already, and I'm like, wow, somebody else already walked up here. And it, it was a couple feet of snow, and I'm like, okay, we better, you know, make act fast on this house. Mm-hmm. And, I, yeah, I just remember that, that whole day, like, in a snowstorm trying to look at houses. It was crazy. <laughs> that was, like, 2010, I believe. Okay, maybe that was the year, but I know it was impossible to get around uh, in La Crosse. I lived down on the south side uh, back then, uh, over by Gunderson in that area, and I... It, I had this little uh, horizon. Uh, good grief, my butt would rub against speed bumps, uh, going across speed bumps and that thing. And there was no way I could see over those uh, the mounds of snow that were uh, piled up alongside the roads. That was a joy. Uh, yeah, if you want to pitch a gripe about Mother Nature, feel free. And again, uh, the better hearing center uh, talk and text line is 785-7914. Uh, we're going to go ahead and take a little bit of a break here, and we will be right back at 1410 WIZM and Lacrosse Talk PM in just a couple of minutes. And we're back with uh, Lacrosse Talk PM, and it's free for all Friday. If you want to weigh in on the uh, uh, proposal to uh, decriminalize marijuana, and also to legalize uh, medical marijuana, go ahead. If you want to talk about uh, Jesse Smollett and uh, his trials and tribulations, uh, I guess they're getting to be more and more. I heard that I learning more about this case as it goes on, uh, but I guess he was sent some uh, white powder or something like that uh, in the mail, and they're wondering whether he sent that to himself or if that's part of this uh, hoax as well. If that's the case, then it's going to open up. Uh, it'll no longer be a local uh, Chicago case. It'll wind up being a federal case uh, since it involves mail then. Uh, if you want to weigh in on that, go ahead and give us a call. Or uh, whatever else you want to talk about. Uh, we had, uh, let's see, Jeff had, uh wrote in, uh, as far as lacrosse council goes, he's suggesting they take uh, three to five million away from uh, the uh, money for the lacrosse center and apply it uh, to uh, fixing the streets. And uh, I would have to agree with him. I could see uh, that being very needed. Uh, the alignment in my truck right now is so far out of whack. I don't think it can get any worse. It can only start getting better. It's so bad. 
And every little pothole keeps adding to it, it seems. Oh, and let's see what else has somebody uh, called in about, or wrote in about here. Uh, let's see. Uh, Phil says uh, weed is uh, legal in Iowa and Minnesota and Illinois, I guess uh, for uh, medical purposes. And no one here can find weed to buy, really? Okay. Well, that was the way I was feeling. I guess that's in regard to what I was saying before. And there's a couple other comments here uh, about the Smollett case that I can't really say on air. Uh, but if you go to look on Facebook, I'm sure you can find a joke or two about that. That would pretty much cover those. But... Uh, we can go ahead and talk about whatever you want to talk about. It's free for all Friday. Our number down here uh, with them on the Better uh, Green Center line is 785-7914, or you can shoot us a text on the same number. And we got somebody coming in. Eric's back. Okay. Hello again, Eric. I am proud to announce that I saw something on the television that the Trump administration tries to deny millions of dollars to Planned Parenthood that's America's Holocaust and my God it's about time and thank you. Okay. I did you couldn't really make out what he said. It sounds something like Planned Parenthood and the Holocaust. I'm not sure what that was in relationship to. Yeah. Uh <laughs> Uh, I'm not going to try to <coughs> read into that without knowing where he was going. Uh, let's see here. Uh, there, and you know, the roads out there. Like I was, I think was talking about it last week. You can really tell the difference between uh, towns that you're in when you're coming down uh, from uh, lacrosse or coming down from Holman to lacrosse. And this is no, I'm not uh, besmirching the plow drivers. I know they're out there, they're busting their butts and doing as much as they can. And, you know, even in a lot of the cases, you know, with uh, all the snow and everything that we have on the uh, roads, uh, they're running out of places to stuff the stuff. But uh, when you can really see the difference coming down. It goes from pretty good. Pretty darn good up in Holman to very good to outstanding going into uh, Onalaska, uh, coming down uh, 35. Then we go ahead and move into uh, La Crosse, below Onalaska, and they go from outstanding to really not all that great in a lot of places. And I think it's just got, I don't know what it is. Uh, whether they're not getting guys out there quick enough or putting down enough salt or what the real issue is. I know everybody's running out of places to uh, put snow. And that's the one thing I did want to mention about, too. Uh, if we get the rain that they're possibly calling for, there is still no uh, – they don't know what we're going to get, whether it's going to be a lot of rain or snow rain or straight snow or what have you. But if we do get a lot of rain and a lot of melt-off, I know for a fact, on my street, I have got the only open storm drain on the entire street. And I mean, within sight of my house, there is at least six uh, storm drains that are covered up. And it was just starting to pond out there. 
where my parents live. So obviously here we have a curb and then a little bit of grass and then the sidewalk, and that just seems like a lot of space. Well, back home, some of these new subdivisions by my parents' house, there is no there's no curb slash sidewalk. It's just kind of like angled, and then it goes angles up, and the, the you know the the edge of the road is the sidewalk, and it's a little higher than the road itself. But it just there's no curb there. It just kind of angles over to the sidewalk. If you if you think about like the problems we have with as, as the snow keeps piling up on the side of the road, if the plows could you know, if, if there were no curb, the plows could move over even more and kind of push that snow further off the road where we wouldn't have this problem where we're, we're slamming into oncoming traffic and going three miles an hour down these back streets. Um, obviously, you can't do that now because all the roads have curbs in them, but if, if there's, like, new d- subdivisions, I kind of wonder if that's the way they're going. Oh, that is a good possibility. Uh, one thing that I would wonder about that, though, is what happens to the sidewalks and the kids, you know, uh, going to school. Uh, I know in a lot of places they have, uh, like Holman, uh, the kids are walking to, you know, go to school, and they can't push the snow over onto the sidewalks. Uh, uh, Maybe have that on one side of the road and, you know, a sidewalk on the other side for the... uh... Kids can go through the snow, Jeff. Come on. (laughs) It'll toughen them up. Yeah. Uh, My kids would probably have something else to say about that. Uh. The the problem with the kids is, you know, if they're having the walk, it's hard to walk through snowdrifts when you're looking at your phone. Yeah, that is a definite issue. Uh, We never had to worry about that. But uh, you had to worry about going uphill both ways in three feet of snow. Barefoot in June. Yeah. Yeah. And... uh, Without a doubt, and that was a pain in the neck too. I'll tell you, especially fighting off the grizzly bears with my loose leaf. Uh, you know, that was <laughs> a real pain. But hey, I'm not that old either. I, I'm nowhere near as old as Bill Cosby. He's the original guy that came out with that. Is that is that the original? Yeah. Joke? Okay, we can't use that joke anymore then. Ah, come on. <laughs> <That's so funny. laughs> but uh, uh, I. There was so much of that skit that was so true to life. <laughs> oh, but uh, where was I going to go with that before? Yeah, the uh, drains, they are really plugged up right now. And if we do get a lot of rain and we get uh, the snow and uh, cold on top of it again and things start to freeze up, people, please take care out there on the uh, roads. Uh, yeah, you get, you know, some... Uh, Large air, large lakes of water that turns into, uh, and it won't take much for it to freeze up, especially if a bunch of snow falls down on top of it. Uh, these areas are going to turn into ice skating rinks, and if you happen to have, uh, you know, plugged uh, low line uh, corner, you know, trying to stop there, and if it's solid ice, it might become an issue. So uh, please take time and. Uh, you know, throw a little bit more time in your schedule if you've got to do some driving and such. Uh, you know, better safe than sorry. Make sure you get there okay. Okay. Uh, other things that I wanted to talk about. Uh, that's Planned Parenthood. Uh, is uh, Eric the uh, libertarian guy on this? No, that's libertarian guy. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> Eric's not texting us. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I see. Down below it's saying, Eric is suggesting that abortions are funded by Planned 
parent, or funded by Parenthood, similar to the Holocaust, trying to help you out. Oh, okay, yeah, I can get that. And uh, I was thinking about delving into uh, the Evers and uh, wanting to uh, throw some money towards Planned Parenthood. And if you want to bring it up, uh, go for it. I'm not going to really open up that door myself yet, though. Uh, I've got some very, very strong feelings about that. And that's one thing that, you know, this is a show where you can go ahead and bring out your opinion, and I don't care what you say as long as you keep it clean. Uh, I will not argue with you. But And most people, for the most part, can, you know, take, uh, you know, somebody else's opinion without having, you know, get upsetting uh, when we start bringing abortion into the uh, mix, uh, that's one that tends to upset a lot of people. And I'd rather not really delve into that uh, topic, uh, as this is supposed to be entertainment, and entertainment's supposed to be fun and not upsetting. But, uh, you know, back to the weather, too. Uh, please, just be careful out there. The roads are probably going to get pretty hairy. Okay, uh, let's see, other things that we can cover uh, this evening here. Uh, snow, we've got plenty of that going on right now. Uh, one thing that Rick and I were talking about earlier, too, was he asked me, what was the name of that uh, conference? The uh, Moses Organic Farming Conference. It's going on right now and tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I, even though I am a plant doctor, I, I think Rick was a little surprised uh, that I'm not a big uh, proponent of organics. Well, I think when you say organics, you're doing you you would be doing organics, quote unquote. Yeah, air quotes. And I think like a lot of people over there are actually doing organic, like literally just putting seeds in the dirt, and you know, like straight up, mm-hmm. like straight up. Organic, like your your basic definition of organic, not your you know uh, yeah. however you want to your Legal. your government definition of organic. Right. I think there's two different schools of thought there. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, uh, as you pointed out before, uh, the stuff that's sold in the stores a lot of the time is uh, it goes by the government definition a lot of the times too, and they can get away with a lot of creative. Uh, packaging and marketing uh, as far as organic and natural goes. And uh, one of the things that I always like to point out, I this is almost leaning over to plant doctor uh, topic, but kind of breaches both there. Since this is, uh, well, it's the biggest conference that the Lacrosse Center has. It's the biggest conference in Lacrosse, you know, and it's been going on for 30 years. So, what, you, what is the date for this again? It's right now to and tomorrow and yesterday. Oh, so, okay. I'll probably take a run down there after uh, Plant Doctor Show tomorrow and check it out then. But uh, I've got nothing against, you know, growing uh, without pesticides if you can do it. There's no reason. I'm all for it, as a matter of fact. Uh, it just, you don't get the yields and stuff like that for, you know, uh, commercial growth. But, you know, for doing it around your house and, uh, you know, homeowners, if you're not, you know, trying to put out a whole bunch of production, uh uh, organics is, you know, definitely the way to go. You can get out there. Uh, my mother used to, she did not want to use pesticides out or insecticides out in the uh, garden, and she literally used to go out uh, 
with uh, tweezers and tweeze bugs off of Earth tomato plants. Yeah, my dad used to give me a penny a potato bug back in the day to keep me busy. Okay. And yeah, we put them in parts cleaner <laughs> to kill them. <laughs> Don't want to use the insecticide, but we didn't, use we parts didn't put cleaner the parts cleaner on the potatoes. I right. picked the potato bug and put them in a can of parts, like a, just like a you know one, like a couple centimeters worth mm-hmm. of parts cleaner in the bottom of a can. It's pretty funny. Yeah, that means throw the uh, parts cleaner. Out. I was just talking to my friend yesterday about this. My dad loves growing potatoes. Mm-hmm. And all the work that I've had to do with my child, probably like a thousand hours of manual labor in the summer of killing potatoes, weeding potatoes, rototilling in between the rows, picking potato bugs. And at the end of the summer, you get, you get you know, a trailer full of potatoes, quite a few potatoes. But then you go to the store and potatoes are like $5 for 20 pounds. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I, I think I, you, you cost, if I was getting paid manual labor, I probably had like $75,000 of labor over the summer. And we've, we've got a trailer full of potatoes that I could have gotten the, at the store for way cheaper. Oh, that is very, very true. But, you but know, I learned how to grow potatoes. There you go. And maybe your father had other things in mind, too. Yeah, uh, he's keeping me busy. A penny a bug. I mean, come on. <laughs> My father, I'll never forget this story. Uh, I was there when it happened, and it was just hilarious. My brother comes home one night, uh, and he's like, oh, probably about 17 years old. And this is back when the drinking age was 18, very honestly. But uh, he came home just tanked to the gills. I mean, he came down to the basement, uh, through the basement door, (laughs) crashed out on the basement steps on the way up into the house made it up to his bedroom before uh, my father woke up and uh somehow my father knew he came home really late and really drunk how he knew i have no idea but uh <laughs> so i thought there's a few words that would you know just raise the back of the hairs in the, or the hairs in the back of your neck uh and it was my father saying hey i got a good idea and uh, especially if it included, go grab a shovel. <laughs> and that's what he said that uh, morning. And he had my brother out, and that spring was a really wet spring, and our ground, uh, the level of the groundwater was about two inches down in our yard. We had really heavy clay soil. And uh, he had this bright idea that he was going to go ahead and plant an asparagus bed. And uh, without any forethought, or you know, he did not let us know he was thinking about it. But he all of a sudden had all this great information about digging an asparagus bed, and that how you had to dig down three feet deep. And uh, he did this for three feet deep, about six feet wide, and about twenty feet long. And he had my brother dig this bed. Now, mm-hmm. mind you, my brother's nine years older than I, so you know, I stood outside this big trench as he was out there digging it in the rain. Yeah. And I was out there giving him all sorts of moral support. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, he might think differently about it. I think he threatened to bury me in the uh, bed itself. But uh, I mean, that's one of the reasons why parents give kids jobs. It's to keep them honest. And... <laughs> I know I had Did you guys family. have asparagus after that? Three years later? Yeah, three uh, about three to five years later, we had tons of asparagus, yeah. and uh, surprisingly, my brother likes it. Uh, <laughs> That's my favorite favorite vegetable. Is it? 
Yeah, mine's corn myself, but uh, yeah, I never liked asparagus. There's very few green vegetables other than beans that I like. Okay, uh, let's see here. Do we have anybody else uh, shooting in a text here right at the end? Maybe we could talk about plants. Okay, no, we're not going to talk about plants. There's just a little bit of, uh, you know, an offshoot there for a little bit. Uh, thanks, anyhow, libertarian guy. And uh, we back here uh, next week and give my uh, show a uh, gratuitous plug. You can listen in if you want to talk about plants uh, tomorrow morning. Plant Doctor Show, uh, give me a call. I'll be live at 10 o'clock. And uh, we'll be back here next week on Friday uh, for Lacrosse Talk PM. I believe Mike Hayes is doing it on Monday. I'm not positive about that. Yep, yep. But uh, that'll about take care of it for this week.